Hello friends, Dr. Joseph coming to you again today with day 38 of going through our podcast and I'm so excited. This has just been great to just spend this time with you in God's Word over these last few sessions and so excited about this and uh, we're just going to dig in here. We're going to be in Psalm 38. I'm going to be reading out of the New International Version and just to kind of give you a quick just uh, context of what we're going to be reading. This is a uh, this is actually a, a time whenever uh, David is reflecting uh, upon sin in his life. He's reflecting upon uh, how the Lord deals with sin, and but he's also looking more at, at his own life, how sin has impacted him, the effects that sin can have. And so I think it's important just to kind of have this brief understanding as we're just going into this uh, as we're getting ready to read his word. So let's begin reading verse 1. O Lord, do not rebuke me in your anger or discipline me in your wrath. For your arrows have pierced me, and your hand has come down upon me. Because of your wrath, there is no health in my body. No bones have no soundness because of my sin. My guilt has overwhelmed me like a burden too heavy to bear. My wounds fester and are loathsome because of my sinful folly. I am bowed down and brought very low. All day long I go about mourning. My back is filled with searing pain. There's no health in my body. I'm feeble and utterly crushed. I groan in anguish of heart. All my longings lie open before you, O Lord. My sighing is not hidden from you. My heart pounds. My strength fails me. Even the light has gone from my eyes. My friends and companions avoid me because of my wounds. My neighbors stay far away. Those who seek my life set their traps. Those who would harm me talk of my ruin. All day long they plot deception. I'm like a deaf man who cannot hear, like a mute who cannot open his mouth. I've become like a man who does not hear, whose mouth can offer no reply. I wait for you, O Lord. You will answer, O Lord my God. For I said, do not let them gloat or exalt themselves over me when my foot slips. For I am about to fall and my pain is ever with me. I confess my iniquity. I'm troubled by my sin. Many are those who are my vigorous enemies. Those who hate me without reason are numerous. Those who repay my good or pay my good with evil, slander me when I pursue what is good. Oh Lord, do not forsake me. Do not be far from me, oh my God. Come quickly to my to help me. Oh Lord, my Savior. You know, we, we cannot uh, avoid in this passage seeing sometimes the uh, the impact that sin has upon us. And I want to speak specifically to those uh, that may be listening that sometimes, you know, what you're doing is you're trying to uh, allow sin to continue in your life. You're allowing this, uh, this habitual sin to stay with you. And listen, it's going to have an impact upon your life. Uh, and the way sometimes that, that sin can just look in, in our lives is that, it should feel like we are experiencing the wrath of God. And 
It, which means that it's that conviction of sin that we have. And in fact, how do you even tell somebody whenever they are doubting in their salvation? One of the first questions that I'll ask them is, well, what do you do about sin? What's your, what's your feeling toward whenever you sin? And if somebody comes back and they say, well, you know, I don't like it whenever I sin. Well, I want to tell you that it can be a fruit of salvation, uh, even in the midst of doubts, because uh, listen, the, the person that uh, the person that does not know the Lord, they will uh, they will not care about their sin. But the person that does know the Lord, they understand just the weight. They understand uh, the impact that sin has upon their life. And we get a picture of that, of how this was impacting David. Uh, and we see it almost as a, a, a visual of what's happening in his body. He, he talks about in, uh, in verse 3, because of your wrath, there's no health in my body. The bones have no soundness. Uh, it's like a burden too heavy to bear. He talks about like wounds that are festering. There seems to be no cure for them. He says he's brought low, brought very low down in the dust. He's mourning. He's feeling like there's this continuous pain, that searing pain. Uh, he feels feeble, utterly crushed. There's a groaning that's happening then in his heart. So it now transitions from the physical to the emotional, the internal, the spiritual. All my longings lie open. My sighing is not hidden from you. There's a, this, his strength is failing him. And we just see this. And, and now it becomes not even uh, a something that's external, something that's internal. But then we see the relational side of things. He says in verse 11, my friends and companions, they avoid me because of my wounds. Sometimes there's some sin that's in our life that we're trying to hold on to, and it's impacting our relationships. It may be from a spouse to a spouse. It may be from a parent to a child or child to a parent. It may be unsettled anger, unforgiveness that's going on that we're just harboring in our hearts. And what's it doing? It's pushing others away. We're not welcoming people in uh, it's it's impacting our witness because our neighbors even want to stay far away. And, and then all it's going to do is just lead to the enemy having more of a heyday with us, right? What do they want to try to do? They want to try to keep us in sin. They want to set traps for us. They want to hold on to us. They're, we're going to start to be deceived into ruin. And ultimately, what does he see himself? He sees, you know what? There's I'm so engulfed in sin that it's it's like I'm a deaf man who cannot hear. I have people probably speaking into my life, trying to give me correction, trying to give me rebuke, and I'm not willing to listen into that. I'm not willing to hear those things uh, in that way. And he's in this place of just waiting, waiting for the, the Lord. And it's interesting in that. God calls us. He tells us what we are to do with our sin. And we're to repent of our sin. Now, I know repentance is kind of like this churchy word that's out there. And, and we sometimes try to match it up with penance. You know, penance is where we try to do something in order to earn God's grace because of our sin. That's not what this is talking about. And in fact, that's not even scriptural. 
What repentance is, is this recognition, this understanding of how my sin has broken fellowship, broken fellowship with God Almighty. It hasn't broken my relationship. It's broken my fellowship with Him. And I need to repent. I need to turn back to Him. I need to turn back to the Lord, turn back my life into following Him, turn back into this fellowship, this closer fellowship uh, that's with Him. And, and listen, any repentance that you experience in your life that's met with shame, listen, that is not true repentance. True repentance is going to be met with understanding that my sin has been dealt with by Jesus on the cross, and therefore I can have joy in the Lord. That doesn't mean that I'm I turn and immediately everything's going to be fixed. That's not what I'm talking about dealing with the consequences of sin. I'm talking about that my place relationally with the Lord is settled in that moment. It's already been settled because of the relationship that I have. I'm simply stepping back into fellowship with Him. And that's what we need is this repentance because the enemies will continue on. The people will try to hold us down. Sin will try to hold on to us. But the more that we understand that, that God has not forsaken us. He has not forgotten us. He is not far from us. He is our Lord and our Savior that we can have fellowship with Him. Friends, that's what we need to remember. So now a part of this we have to remember is how did this this change of perspective begin? How, where did this repentance begin? And I got to go back to verse 18. He says, I confess my iniquity. I'm troubled by my sin. He can't forget about what 1 John 1, 9 says. Therefore, if anyone, uh, you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. Oh, I'm totally hacking that up. Right, it's it's talking about confession of sin in First John one nine because why he is righteous, he's faithful, he is just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Right, and so this this is that place of of beginning. I confess, I agree with God that my sin is hindering my fellowship with Him. It's hindering my ability to, to hear from Him and to see things clearly the way that He wants me to see it. What's He calling me to do? He's calling me then to repentance, to repent. Not to try and make up for things, but to just t- turn to Him and, and come to this place of complete joy in understanding the work of Jesus Christ and what he did on the cross. That doesn't take away the consequences. There's still going to be things that have to be dealt with. But I'm not carrying that burden of that anymore. I'm not carrying shame. I'm not bearing that in my life anymore. So friends, I just want to encourage you to keep on understanding every day, We need to come before the Lord. We need to look at our lives, evaluate, see what are those things in our life that we just need to confess of. Because listen, we do every single day. 
We need to confess to the Lord the areas in our life that, that we've tried to do it on our own. And we need to repent and just grow in our fellowship with Him in the joy of the Lord. Thank you guys again for joining us today on the podcast. And we look forward to the next time we can get together and uh, just uh, be in God's Word together. God bless and talk to you soon. Thank you.